You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. You know, the state of children seems to be getting more and more dire. Just two nights, two evenings ago, I was watching something on, on TV. I can't remember which of the channels it was. The Eastern Cape, the extent of poverty. Children living in a household that's got 19 people. The males in the household are having to go and hunt monkeys so that they can be food on, in, in the house. Mm. It just seems, it seems like we, we talk But there's a form of paralysis of what what now, what next. And I guess that's what we really need to be our apply, applying our minds to now. The, the, the what can we do to make a difference in the life of children? And really that's where, you know, we need Ubuntu has got to be kicking in. Mm. And you and I and your, your listeners need to be asking ourselves practically, what can I do to get food to a household that's got no food, not just for Christmas, for today. What can we do um, to, to make sure that the hundred rands that I have, that I could be buying um, um, fast food with, how do I use that hundred rand? Because we tend to think health needs lots and lots of money. How, what can I buy at my closest retailer with a hundred rand? to make sure that the children next door that I know have got no adult that looks after them to put food on the table. So on the food part, I really think that as we go about our Christmas shopping, we can put in an extra bag of mealy meal, an extra bag of rice, an extra this, that, and the other to pick, make up a package that we could give to a household that we know is struggling. And I suppose that speaks a lot to, to the advocacy of, you know, uh, uh, action because we, we, we have been talking about what, is, what does it look like then to get involved? But there's something, you know, one thinks about, especially when you think about the levels of, of abuse that the children are also having to suffer. Um, you know, the fact that we, we see children also being murdered, that is mm. another concerning part Of, of, of what we talk about when we talk about the state of, of the child, particularly now, um, even as well in this festive season where parents should also take extra care. This, that's the second part I would have gotten to. So the food is an economic issue. But, and I'll, I'm going to die on this hill. Wong Yue, you don't need to be wealth to keep a child safe. You don't need to be wealthy. Our children... All of us have got a mandate to make sure that children in South Africa are safe. And what does that look like? It looks like knowing where the children who are under our care are at any given point in time. And by under our care, we really need to start expanding that to the children in the community. Am I aware of what's happening with the children? And what am I doing to make sure that they're safe? Festive season is the time when families get together. There's big numbers of people in homes. Keep an eye on what's happening with the children in the big numbers of people that are in the homes. Watch the language that's being used 
towards children because the words stick for the rest of their lives in the minds of children. And the other thing I really want to emphasize, the underage drinking for a lot of time starts in the home, starts when there's a lot of activity in the child. Watch out for where the alcohol is being kept and watch out for adults who are encouraging children to, to, to taste the alcohol. Mm. But more importantly, keep an eye out. Where are the children? Who's looking after them? What are they doing? Don't leave children to play alone unsupervised because they will also ex- sexually experiment with one another because usually a child that's been abused is going to be experimenting with other children because they don't know that what's happening to them is abuse. So we cannot have another Christmas where we're crying about children were kidnapped, children were raped, children were. We're giving each other the toolbox of what we need to be doing to make sure that the children in our care are safe. Are we doing enough, though, as, as, as a people when it comes to holding the parents who are neglecting their children to account? And, I, and I'll tell you why I ask this. It's because... We are often inundated sometimes mm-hmm. with with messages of people saying, I can't find my child. We're at the beach together. I lost sight of them. And, and then you ask yourself, but why? How did it happen? So are we taking enough action in that particular regard as well? I don't think so. I think the reason children can go missing under the care of the of their parents is because there's, there's no consequences. Normally what would kick in is the sympathy, but there's really no consequence that says if a child is missing and that child was under the care of, of an adult, we're going to take that, that adult, hold that adult accountable for neglect because people will meander, not just at the beach, in the mall. People meander, leave the children, uh, you know, playing by themselves and think they're going to come back and find the child there. We're not doing enough to be... Um, to take care of the children, especially when we go into public places and we're not holding each out, people accountable when um, children go missing in, 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 in public places. And I think we really need to start um, linking arms and gathering around as a community around the child care of children and to the point you've just made, holding caregivers accountable. There's a report that your organization released um, this year, which was really worrying, looking at the state of the child. But now, just a few days ago, we see a report, um, in fact, a media statement just around how, uh, you know, 260,000 odd is being spent a month in the province of Gauteng on empty GBV um, shelters that should be helping victims. And yet your report was looking at children also being sexually abused and all of that. How does it make you feel when you see such money being spent on centers that could be helping victims of gender-based violence? You know, I asked myself the question, is that money really being spent on centers that are intended for victims or it's money that's being spent in the name of gender-based violence. Because we know that there is more, um, that the help that's required is, is much more than the resources that are available. So what you would be expecting to see is places overflowing with people. There's something really wrong with that picture. And I think we need to be doing an audit of where exactly is this money? Who knows? about the existence of these shelters. 
Um, and I hope that it might be a case of people don't actually know those are shelters. And the question becomes, to what extent are we making people aware of where the shelters, the safe homes are within their provinces, within their communities? Because the help that's required for gender-based violence, for neglected children, is so much more than the facilities that are available. So that report doesn't make sense. But let's give it the benefit of the doubt and say we need to do a lot more, um, create a lot more awareness around where exactly people should be going when they need safe homes. And as, as finally then, from your, um, you know, your organization to parents, it's a time now where children are thinking of, uh, hand, uh, you know, pens down parties, they call them, and, 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 and all kinds of activities for children. Let's speak to a parent who's listening now. Your advice and around this particular thorny issue, given what we see um, happen in your uh, tavern, for example, Parents, we cannot outsource the parenting of our children to other people and hope the result is going to be a good result. We need to be making children aware of the day. These parents down parties, a lot of time have got alcohol and the children going to those parties are underage children. And, you know, Enyobeni should really teach us the, 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 the lesson of what happens when we as parents get tired of being parents. We dare not get tired of being parents. We dare not leave our children to chance. Be the unpopular parent that says no, rather than the parents that we now have to send condolences to because you allowed your child to go to a place that they're not yet at the age of going to and the worst nightmare of any parent happened. So. You know, tell the children, parties are not going to be running away. You're going to be 50 and sitting at home and parties will still be happening. So let's have age-appropriate activities for them. I think that's what I really want to say. Let's have age-appropriate activities where we know there's adequate supervision rather than let them do what they want and then the consequences are lifelong. Mm. Words, uh, in fact, that that every parent should really be able to hear. Let me thank you so much for your time, Dr. Linda, and do have a wonderful festive season. That is Dr. Linda Ngobengomo, the CEO of the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.